Hey everyone, welcome back to Explain Like I'm 5 or ELI 5, the weekly podcast where we take the questions you've always wanted to ask and talk about them in a way that's easy to understand. We are your hosts, I'm Tim. Hey everyone, it's Kevin. Hey Kevin, you're looking sharp in those jeans today. Thanks Tim, but you never compliment me. Is that, is jeans, is that what we're talking about today? You are correct. So why don't we start with what exactly are jeans? How do we define that? Yeah, yeah, you know, the, the most common pair of pants in the world. So jeans are, you know, they're a type of pants uh, made from this very strong, very heavy cotton material called denim. Okay. Uh, and they were invented right here in the United States uh, by Levi Strauss uh, all the way back in like 1872. Uh, so, you know, ever since then, jeans were primarily worn by workers, but then became one of the most obvious symbols of kind of American cultural influences around the world. And so where do you get the word jeans from? Mm. Yes, exactly. Uh, funnily enough, it comes from um, the Italian city uh, Genoa. Really? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the word jeans, it comes from the, the French name of the, of the city in Italy where this strong uh, cotton fabric was made. So the Italian city's name, Genoa, was spelled uh, jean or J-E-N-E in Middle English. Yep. Um, and then all, and all genes in the French language, G-E-N-E-S. My French is not that great. So why the French name of an Italian town? Does it have something to do with denim? Mm, yes, it does. So the word denim uh, comes from the name of a cloth called serge. Serge was first made in the French town of Nîmes. Ah, de Nîmes. Mm, de Nîmes. Uh, first called Serge de Nîmes. Uh, the, the, name was soon shortened, sorry, the name was soon shortened to denim. I see. Uh, so yeah, all of the fabric from that city was uh, initially marked in the Nimes, uh, French for from the city of Nimes, right? Uh, but yeah, it's been shortened since then to the more colloquial English denim. So all these different European countries, but isn't there an, an Indian heritage as well? Yeah, yeah, there was a um, there's a denim predecessor known as uh, Dungeri, yeah, um, that's been produced in India for like hundreds of years. But uh, denim itself was actually first produced in the French city of Nimes. Okay. So how do they make denim? So denim is just cotton. You know, like how the cotton thread is woven together kind of determines uh, what sort of fabric you end up getting. I see. And Levi Strauss, tell us a little bit more about him. Levi Strauss, I think I'm wearing a pair of Levi's right now. Um, so he was a 24-year-old German immigrant who left uh, New York for San Francisco for the California Gold Rush. Mm. And since everyday items were pretty in short supply, um, he had the intention of opening up a branch of his brother's New York dry goods business. So what happened when he got to San Francisco then? Yeah, after his um, arrival, a prospector wanted to know what uh, Mr. Levi Strauss here was selling. So when Strauss told him he had a rough canvas to use for tents and wagon covers, uh, the prospector then said, uh, you should have brought pants. Uh, Saying so he couldn't find a pair of pants anywhere strong enough to last. Wait, so he used the canvas initially intended for tents and wagon covers for pants? Yeah, yeah, I mean, that was his initial idea. Um, he had the canvas uh, then made into kind of waist overalls. Okay. And miners really liked the pants, uh, but they complained that they tended to chafe. So Levi here substituted a twilled cotton cloth from France, uh, conveniently called here Serge Denims. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's the fabric that uh, later became known as denim, uh, and thus the pants were nicknamed blue jeans. Okay, so another common question we get about jeans is, 
why do they have these rivets or metal nipples on them? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's called a rivet. Um, and it's actually used to reinforce the materials at certain points uh, where the stitches are likely to tear. That's why, you know, jeans are so strong. Uh, it does kind of look like a nail, you know, with one uh, with a wide head on one end connected to a pointy long cylinder. But once the rivet is pushed through the material, the cylinder is flattened to hold it in place. Often uh, the cap, a, a cap is also fitted over the cylinder before it's flattened. And uh, flattening is what causes it to kind of make that nipple shape. Got it. So it's functional, not just a style thing. Uh, I think this also has a bit of history to it. So in 1873, uh, Levi Strauss and company began using the pocket stitch design. Mm. Um, and Levi Strauss and another uh, tailor by the name of Jacob Davis here uh, co-patented the process of putting these rivets in pants for strength. Mm. So on May 20, 1873, uh, they received the U.S. patent for this. Uh, and this date is now considered the official birthday of blue jeans. I see. So you mentioned this up front, but isn't it interesting how jeans and Levi's in particular have been such a cultural influencer in our society for so long? Totally, totally. Yes, in fact, I was just listening to this podcast the other day with Levi's uh, chief marketing officer, which was talking exactly about this. Oh, so tell us more about this. What was it called? The podcast, I mean, so listeners can find it. So yeah, the podcast was called Authentic Influence. And the CMO's name here was Jen Say. Uh, it's very interesting, uh, a conversation with the host. Although Jen's audio connections has some issues, if I recall. Uh, yes, I do know that podcast. It's by The Voom. Um, they're a marketing company, and they've got a bunch of great guests, usually chief marketing officers. Go check it out. It's called Authentic Influence. Uh, and now for a final interesting question. Levi's CEO mm -hmm. once said, I think it was in a 2014 speech and subsequent post, uh, he had something called the Dirty Jeans Manifesto. Do you remember mm -hmm. this? Yeah, what, what did he say again? He said the jeans he was wearing had never seen the inside of a washing machine. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Mm. This, was one, one, this was one of the things uh, where he later clarified that he does spot clean and hand wash his jeans, but doesn't stick them in the machine. Um, I think there was also a bit of a misunderstanding because he was actually speaking at a sustainability conference about saving water usage. So thus, you know, that's save the water. Makes sense. Yeah. Uh, he's labeled with that now. Um, now, how about the saying that you can stick your jeans in the freezer to kill odor-causing organisms? Yeah, this also came up with the same CEO, I think just a few months ago. Um, a reporter was asking him about it, and he replied that it was an old wives' tale. He thinks that uh, he says that the freezer won't kill odor-causing bacteria. Uh, it will actually just put them to sleep until it's warm again. Well, I'm glad that we dispelled that myth. Did you learn something new today? If you did, tweet us at ELI5ThePodcast uh, or send us your requests for questions you'd like us to tackle in future episodes. As always, a big thank you to the subreddit Explain Like I'm 5 and we will see you all next week.